Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. And it was a great night last night at the Political Coffee Clatch at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill where Julie Hoy joined us in person to talk about why she is running for mayor of Salem and answer questions for her to listen. And that, by the way, is as much as her opposition to the Salem City income tax was profound, one of the things that she... It brought out is that she will listen to people because the current mayor apparently doesn't from everything we've been able to ascertain. So anyway, uh, thank you, Julie Hoy, for joining us last night. And she's going to need lots of help, folks, truly. It's Julie, her website where you can help Julie Hoy is julieforsalem.com. That's all one word, and it's Julie, the word for, not the number for, but the word for, julieforsalem.com. And you can make a contribution. Frankly, you can sign up to help. She wants to prioritize public safety, Find real long-term solutions to the homeless crisis. Create an open, accountable city budget. Reducing city barriers to increase housing affordability. That means probably reducing some fees. And restore trust in government. That needs to be her theme. Restoring trust in government. There's an 83% vote against an arrogant majority of the Salem City Council that voted to impose an income tax when 99% of the public testimony was against it. That's arrogance, folks. Is it any wonder that they were rebuked by 83% vote against? And that, my friends, leads to the point People don't trust the city of Salem government anymore. Now, last night, and I'll get to some other things, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Uh, Gary, th- uh, thanks for uh, showing up. Gary Cans, uh, former Marion County Commissioner, was interesting um, about a document that he showed me. It was done in 1972. What is it? Well, it was kind of a laid out a, pro- a process. It's called Decisions and Directions. It was done in 1972. And this was done, w- what Oregon ought to look like? What, what do people really want it to be? This was done in 72 for the state of Oregon. And you could say the same thing for Salem. Folks, you look at where we're at today and where this document back in 72 said we ought to go, 
And Gary's point is that anybody could get elected if they use it. To draw the contrast of where we are today. Anyway, Gary, thanks for that. Thank you to Julie Hoy for when I introduced her last night. You know, I, I talked to her. Uh, I just said, I hear you you sing really well and and so forth. And she completely on her own. I didn't ask her to sing. She, as she, her opening comment, she started singing. I think it was God Bless America. It was wonderful. She has a beautiful voice. It was a wonderful way to get started. So again, if you want to support Julie Hoy for mayor, and it's like Freddie talked about last well, yesterday's radio show when he called in, you know, we need to be accountable. This is what we've been asking for. So we need to hold ourselves accountable to do what? To help get somebody like Julie Hoy elected as mayor. Yeah. Now she's going to have to distinguish herself powerfully. And there was a gentleman there last night, and, I, and I'm not going to say his name because you, you, would, you would know who he is. And he's not giving me permission to, to say this, but he, he went back, he made a profound point to Julie. The difference between her and the guy with the same name who's the current mayor, Julie Hoy's last name is Hoy, H-O-Y, the mayor of Salem, the Marxist-leaning mayor, arrogant, who wouldn't listen to the people. His name is Chris Hoy. Chris Hoy is running for re-election as mayor since he's done such a great job. Julie's going to have, they'll be confused in there. Julie's going to have to distinguish her name. And this gentleman gave her the perfect platform to do that. Just talk about the tax increase and talk about how you're not going to increase. That's your opportunity because 83% of people didn't like it. That's your marketplace. Those are the people that are right now are just ripe for the pickings, as we say. All right. Thank you again, Julie, for that. Thank you for all of you who showed up last night. We also gave away a great award to Diana Gorsh, who has sold the honky tonk to, as she has told us, we haven't met the new owners, but they are like-minded people, people who believe in liberty. That's fantastic. She also told us that because she stood for the cause of liberty, she's had nine death threats. Now, while she takes them seriously, doesn't scare her. She thinks they're just empty. Well, it could be, but you never let your guard down, ever. Anyway, thank you, Julie. It's JulieForSalem.com. That's her website, JulieForSalem.com. Com. Before we go to the phones, 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Just a few things to share with you. The dawn of space combat has arrived, folks. Israel destroys a Houthi missile fired from Yemen destroyed that missile outside of Earth's atmosphere. Ballistic missile. Now, this was shot down by the Aero Defense System. It's being called, quote-unquote, the first space battle. 
the aerial defense system was developed in cooperation with the United States of America. That's a good thing. So, where are we headed? Well, we're headed to World War III, unless saner people get involved or elected. Tina Kotek forgives. Now, this is probably the main thing I want to talk about today. Just We talked about ODOT funding yesterday. And by the way, I want to thank the group of state employees at the Secretary of State's Corporation Division were very helpful to me late yesterday afternoon. I got delayed and coming up to get some paperwork from the Secretary of State's office by a big car wreck on Kubler on I-5. Thank you, great state employees. I, I deeply appreciate your dedication to serving people. Thank you. Kotek. Tina Kotek forgives 10,000 more driver's license suspensions, adding to Kate Brown's 8,000 people that were forgiven. Now, you have to pay some money under the Kate Brown thing, just like you do here with Tina Kotek, to get your license back. 75 bucks. Out of the 8,000 that Kate Brown did, you know how many people have done it? 1,200. Now, here's, that's not the point. The point of this, and then I'm going to go to Freddie here in a second. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. My point is this. There is no reason for you to ever pay a fine to the state of Oregon or to Marion County, or to the city of Salem for a parking violation, a speeding violation. Why? Because suspending your license because you haven't paid your previous fines apparently hurts people, according to the Oregon Law Center. They say it's harder for these drivers to get or keep jobs and their debt can be compounded if police find them for driving with a suspended license. The law is now meaningless. You agree or disagree? You tell me. 503-589-1220. Let's go to Freddie. Freddie, what do you think about all of this nonsense? Well, Jeff, I, I, I've called because I want to say thank you for your... Sure. This description of Julie Hoy last night. Uh, I, I've known that lady for over 25 years. She has never changed. She's a solid American, and you saw that last night. And I'll tell you what, she is the real deal. Yes, she is. And you know what's cool is she made it a point to talk about listening. Yep. And, you know, you know what? and her husband, Roger, is just absolutely wonderful, too. She's got a fabulous family. She's a small business owner. She's running for mayor because she has to set the agenda. Uh, this this gal, this, is, this has been an answer to prayer. And I know the good Lord has led her to this opportunity for all of us to elect somebody that's a solid American that loves America. It's exactly right, and she does. 
She owns uh, her and her husband Geppetto's restaurant over in Lancaster. That's her ward that she's in. It was a shocking thing she shared with us last night. She said there are 22,000 registered voters in her ward. Now, that's a bunch, Freddie. You know how many voted in the last election? 2,000. No Just 2,000 out of 22,000. Isn't that stunning? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was sort of my reaction, and I think everybody else's reaction. It was uh, it was amazing. Freddie, thanks for your steadfast support for Julie Hoy. I completely support her, folks, and I hope that you do too. Go to her website, Julie for Salem, all one word, JulieForSalem.com. Freddie, we're going to keep at it, aren't we? Yes, sir. We're going to do that. And I signed the other Saturday night. I signed her petition to get on the ballot, too, by the way. Folks need to do that. Yes. Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, we need to we need to support her in doing that, too. Thanks, Freddie. I appreciate it. Thanks for sharing that with us. Folks, when we come back more, did you know that the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence has a winter gay law? And they have a Portland chapter. Of course, it's a Willamette Stick beyond sick. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. All right, we're back. We're back, my friends. A few headlines that I want to share with you. By the way, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589. I'm going to send an email. It's really easy. You just go to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And I'll do my best to read your email on the air. Um... Friends, one of the ways you can support liberty is not only by coming to the political coffee clatch, which is, and we are going to have one on the 19th, okay? So that's two weeks from last night. We're going to do one on the 19th. Uh, it will be, I'm, I'm intending to have some very specialized uh, grassroots training about how you could you know, how you could help somebody get elected. You know, like maybe a Julie Hoy. How could you do that? My friend Rich Burke of Western Liberty Network is is going to come down and do that training for us. You don't want to miss that. Come down because he lives up in the Portland metro area. Rich and I have known each other. Uh, he worked for a Republican state senator, Gary George, when I first came into the legislature in 1999. He was a staffer. Rich had run for governor by then as a libertarian, was the candidate, libertarian candidate for governor. So he's a longtime 
political mind, still libertarian, but agrees with us on most things as conservatives. He's the only guy who's out there doing training statewide other than the Marxist unions. He's the only one on the conservative side doing any training, trying to help people at the grassroots level. He's going to be joining us. I hope that you will join us too. That'll be on the 19th. And we're going to have a Christmas party. So join us at the Honky Tonk for another political coffee clash then. Also, so so we, we fight for liberty. Now, there's a story that is, one of the ways we do that is we are part of lawsuits. This radio station and myself personally are part of a federal lawsuit against Tina Kotek's Ministry of Truth. It was a federal lawsuit that was just launched yesterday. It is virtually identical. This is a federal lawsuit against the federal government for doing what Tina Kotek and the Secretary of State are doing here in Oregon. And they're using the same methodology. I'll get to that in a moment. But somebody who fights tirelessly for your liberty, your personal liberty, is Mike Lundell. And you can help him in that fight just like you can help KSLM and this radio station and this radio show, this particular show, by simply spending some of your hard-earned money on Christmas gifts. Right now, they have the special roll and go anywhere my pillow. For you know how much? This, this is the pillow you can take with you. you. Just roll it up, take it with you. For $9.99. But only if you use the promo code PC23. In fact, you can get incredible discounts on all kinds of great products. You know, I rave about the towels. You're not going to get any better towels. We've had callers call in who bought the towels and they say the same thing. The Giza Dreams bed sheets. Right on down the line with slippers, sleepwear, throw pillows with Bible verses for your grandkids or your kids. All of this at MyPillow.com and all the big discounts if you use the promo code PC23. PC23. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Gateway Pundit just put out a story, and we're going to go to Rich in a moment. Joe Biden used a fake name to exchange over 50 private emails with a key hunter business associate. There were hundreds of total communications between the two of them. Remember, Joe said, hey, I don't have any contact with Hunter about his business stuff. Corby wrote a great email, as did Jim, Greg, a bunch of you, and I'll get to all of them in a moment, but I said I'd go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Hey, thanks for showing up last night. You made an interesting point about ODOT, didn't you? Uh, yeah. The, the one that was real interesting to me was I couldn't hear a response about the new City of Salem Public Works office, and my question was, why are all the employees trying to be told not to talk about it? 
So you are hearing that employees of the city of Salem are being told not to talk about this massive new Taj Mahal City Hall and the massive new big beautiful police station? Not the police station. They're concerned about the public works new building on 23rd. And they're being told not to talk about it. Yeah, they're they're saying uh, don't talk about it, just uh, be quiet about it. And so, I got that right think? from I got that from the city of Salem employees. Really? Yeah. So it could that be? It's because Julie revealed to us. Julie Hoy, folks, was with us last night. JulieForSalem.com. She revealed last night that there is a committee that's already looking at how to make revenue um, to enhance revenue. There's a committee that's trying to enhance revenue. And Julie asked a simple question. Has the revenue committee talked to the budget committee? The answer was no. Doesn't that tell you everything, Rich? Yeah. My thing was, some of those suspensions of the license, I think, make life worse. Like when they suspend a license for uh, not doing your child support. People go in and just get obliterated because that, to me, was a stupid move. Thank you, Rich. Back in a moment, 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Hey, we are back, friends. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Tina Kotek just forgave 10 thousand Oregonians who are refusing to pay their traffic fines. Now, we're not talking about DUI or that kind of thing. We're talking about parking, driving over the speed limit, whatever. Is that the right thing to do? What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news in a moment. I'm going to talk about this Federalist story about a federal lawsuit that absolutely what the state of Texas joining the Federalist, the Daily Wire, in suing the federal government and the federal censorship industrial complex. How this plays into the lawsuit we have filed in Oregon federal lawsuit ministry of truth and some great emails about julie hoy being at the honky tonk last night uh and from others got to remind you friends it's nice and warm right now but it ain't gonna stay that way you know the really cold weather that we had previously is coming back it's bound to if you're not warm at home why don't you fix it or rather, why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air and let them come and fix it? Same thing with your business. Maybe the apartment that you live in, because you know they have discounts for apartment managers in coming to your apartment and fixing your unit. 
or your home. In fact, they have discounts for veterans and they have discounts for seniors. They have half price labor for any gold star family. Call 503-580-1456. Check out freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Hey, Jeff. It's raining. Uh, Global warming. Anyways, um, I wanted to make a point about the mayor of Salem. It used to be that our ex-mayor, Chuck Bennett, was always open, would talk about the issues, get on the radio, and there was a lot of transparency, but not anymore. And this is what we need in a mayor. We need a mayor that doesn't go behind closed doors, cut deals, doesn't communicate with his his or her constituents. And that was a great loss, Jeff, because, there, you know, people could talk to the mayor. You could go in. And I knew Chuck personally. He yes. helped me with a lot of blind issues, you know, uh, right. in in the city of Salem. Uh, even came to our conventions and stuff. But now we don't have that anymore. And we got to get it back, Jeff, because we want a mayor who wants to be open and transparent. I'm sure Julie does because we've seen by her performance. Let's let everybody know what's going on. But that's not happening anymore, and it needs to happen. We need a mayor who actually cares about us and actually will talk about the issues and push issues that need to be done for all of us. Because they all work for us, Jeff. We don't work for them, and they should care about us. But And I think Julie does. But this other hoy is horrible. Horrible hoy. Uh, hey, that'll be... <laughs> oh, that's don't, a great line. Don't, horrible hoy. Don't elect like horrible hoy. Elect a good one. One that wants to be open and transparent and actually wants to communicate with the people. Because that's their job. God bless it you, It is Jeff. their job. Have a and, great and day. And it's the mayor's job to listen, along with the city council. And the fact that 99% of the people who testified were against this Salem City income tax tells me that the, they weren't willing to listen, especially when many of them, including Julie Hoy, Art, yep. advocated for put it on the ballot. Don't enact the tax. Put it on a ballot. They refuse to do that. That's the arrogance and out of touch. And that's why I think that the time is ripe for Julie Hoy to adopt listening as her campaign strategy. We need, we need fact-based government, not false narratives, which is all they ever push, Jeff. False narratives. And global warming is right at the top of the list. God bless you, You're Jeff, right about that. Hey, do. thanks, Art. I appreciate it. Take care. Uh, very much 
You know, Julie made that point last night at the political coffee class when she joined us. And I got a great email from a state employee who shall never be named because I don't ever name you state employees who listen to conservative talk radio and who contribute either by email or calling in. Okay, don't ever name you. I appreciate your public service, number one. And number two is I don't want to create nightmares for you, <laughs> okay, uh, by people being able to identify who you are. So I always keep your identity secret. But it, in all seriousness, folks, the point Julie made last night is that because I asked her, she, she gave that great testimony in public from the city's audit, okay, from their own documents about how the city in the last 10 years had doubled their reserves, how the city year after year was predicting a deficit, but they ended up with surpluses, including this year. They're again saying the sky is falling, that they're going to have a deficit next year, which is why they needed this big tax increase to tax the income at the city level of any employee. Now, the governor, a liberal Democrat, came out against this tax increase. And by virtue of the fact that it failed, 83% of the voters decided to repeal it, tells us that a lot of liberal Democrats who are liberal public employee union people took the governor's advice and voted against it also because they didn't want to pay another $500 a year out of their pocket. All of this happened because an arrogant city council and a mayor refused to listen to the people. This is the opportunity, folks. Because right now, a lot of those folks, like I said, are ripe for the pickings. Use an agriculture term. Now, a state employee who shall never be named, I go back to this, about the political coffee clutch meeting we had last night at the Honky Tonk Bar and Brute Grill. Said it was great to hear Julie Hoy describe her reason for running to be Salem's next mayor. And the answer she had to the questions asked by those present at the political coffee clutch last night. They continue to say, I was impressed with the great group of people, your listeners, who make up the political coffee class. They're well-informed, they're intelligent, and they're committed to making a difference in our city, our region, and our state. I hope that even more of your listeners can join the group and become part of the political coffee class army to promote and advance liberty, freedom, and conservative values in Oregon. Me too. And friends, if you want to be a part of the clutch, all you need to do is just send me an email. You can send an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And I'll put you on the email list. We don't spam you. In fact, I am just learning how to use MailChimp to send out uh, mass emails. At any rate, uh, we will have another political coffee clutch where we will, in two weeks, at the Honky Tonk, where we will have training grassroots training on how you can help a candidate get elected. Maybe like Julie Hoy, who's running for mayor of Salem. And we're just going to have a big Christmas party. Greg writes an email about Senator Dick Durbin. Says, you know, he wants more illegal migrants to be able to become legal by serving in the military. He said, it makes sense if you anticipate a rapidly expanding need for war fighters. But why would illegal immigrants who can get 2300 per month plus medical as a migrant voter, want to go fight Russians, Chinese, and Islamic jihadists for $1,918 a month as an E1. Plus, how many military-age illegal migrants could even meet military standards? 
much less identify as transsexual, gay, queer, and etc. Would standards have to be lowered to meet recruiting levels, or might it be preferable to curtailing expanding war efforts? Good questions. So Texas filed lawsuit. This is a Federalist story. I'll have it up on the show plan today. The state of Texas joins the Federalist, Daily Wire, and other outlets in suing the federal censorship industrial complex. Now, we just did the same thing in Oregon, suing the state of Oregon in federal court over the Ministry of Truth here. The subheadline of the story says it all. This is just the latest in a series of major investigations and court cases in the last year to uncover federal censorship laundered through private cutouts. This is the same thing happening in Oregon. And I'll read you the first two paragraphs when we come back from the 648 break, folks. They're going to use the same and are using the same arguments the state of Oregon is, that the federal government is, to say this is not a violation of your 14th Amendment rights. We'll talk about it on the other side. Don't go Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 10 minutes before the top of the hour. I'll get to a few more emails. As you send me emails, I do my best to try to read them on the air before the end of the show every day. It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. News. Now, I, I've got to do this just quickly. PacWest Lobby is a lobby group that lobbied me when I served in the Oregon House of Representatives many years ago. They're still around. They're very effective at what they do because um, this is why they're still around is because they do a good job for their clients. They do a lot of lobbying. And right now, I'm trying to engage them to fight a local issue. This is, issue, this is uh, the issue that I've shared with you. We talked about last night at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill at the Political Coffee Clutch. This is where 1,500 acres of prime farmland down in my neighborhood is being proposed as a solar project. Now, Western Oregon has half of the sun as Eastern or Central Oregon does, literally half. Why would you do this? Well, the reason is simple. Because the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has held these series of meetings. We had them here for Detroit Lake up the North Sandy Am and the South Sandy Am Rivers for the dams in the Willamette Basin that generate cheap electricity. Some of which, which we benefit from, obviously, with lower rates, but also get sold down to California. They are holding meetings, the Army Corps of Engineers, to explore the idea that they would no longer generate electricity from those dams, which operate 24-7, 365 days a year because of the federal judge's ruling on salmon and the drawdown of the dams. They want to literally take out the dams. 
the Four Snake River dams. That story broke last week about how the Biden administration is working with these environmental groups to reach a settlement where they literally would take four Snake River dams down. How are you going to replace that power? Well, in Western Oregon, they want to take down the Willamette Basin dams. How are they going to replace the power for us? Solar panels on prime farmland that produces food? What? Yes. That generates half of the power as the same solar project, which nobody's against, over in eastern Oregon? Too much common sense. It doesn't make sense. Unless you intend to take down the Willamette Basin dams. Then it all makes sense. So we're engaging PacWest lobby, maybe. We're talking with them about finding a legislative solution to this. Why? Because a number of very liberal, lefty, environmental organizations agree with us. This is a bad idea. Thousand Friends of Oregon, the Audubon Society, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Ducks Unlimited. I can go on and on and on. These are groups that have the ear of the Democrats who control the Oregon legislature and the Oregon governor. We may join with them through a group like PacWest to find a legislative solution to this. This project belongs in Central Oregon, doesn't belong in the Willamette Basin, and we don't need to breach or take down the dams. It's insanity, folks. PacWest Lobby, check them out. PWLobby.com, that's their website. PWLobby.com. Nancy says in an email, just looked up Miss Hoy at her website. Maybe since she owns Geppetto's Restaurant, we could all have dinner there once to show support. Just an idea. You know, that's a great idea. Doug writes, Julie Hoy wants to restore trust in government? Then a good start would be going after the people who bought and sold by people like Jeffrey Epstein. There must be at least a few. Patrick Henry advised us to guard public safety with jealous attention. The price of freedom is eternal vigilance. I hope Julie Hoy understands that liberty will cost her everything. Good point. This story about Texas, let me just read to you the first couple of paragraphs. This is a powerful story because this is exactly what we are fighting here in Oregon with our federal lawsuit against Tina Kotek, the governor's Ministry of Truth. Here's the story. The U.S. State Department, the U.S. State Department is violating the U.S. Constitution by funding technology to silence Americans who question government claims, says a lawsuit filed Tuesday by the Federalist, the Daily Wire, and the state of Texas. The three are suing, are suing rather, to stop one of the most audacious, manipulative, secretive, and gravest abuses of power and infringements of the First Amendment rights by the federal government in American history, unquote, says the lawsuit. It exposes federal censorship activities even beyond the dramatic discoveries in the pending U.S. Supreme Court case, Murphy versus Missouri. The lawsuit alleges the State Department is illegally using a counterterrorism center intended to fight foreign disinformation, unquote, instead to stop American citizens from speaking and listening to in information government officials dislike. That, folks, says it all. That's exactly what's happening here in Oregon. 
through this Secretary of State's contract with this English UK company to use AI to listen to our radio, this radio show, to read our emails, to search social media, to listen to our phone calls as a private company and to decide what is misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. And then to establish policies with the Secretary of State to counter that or, and the contract says, to report threats to the FBI and the state police. Who defines what is a threat? Who defines what is misinformation, malinformation, or disinformation? Where does the First Amendment come into play here? They are trying to use, through grants, the federal government is, and product development assistance to private entities to actively intervene in our free speech. This has happened. This is what this federal lawsuit against the federal government yesterday says. And it is the same thing that we are alleging in our state lawsuit in federal court against the state of Oregon. They are using third parties and their excuses. And we know this is going to be their defense because they're already signaling. Well, government's not doing it. The secretary of state of Oregon or the U.S. State Department is not really doing this. We're just getting information from, you know, people that we, companies, private companies that we contract with, and they're giving us this information. So it doesn't really violate the Constitution. That's their defense. It doesn't pass the smell test. It doesn't pass the common sense test, does it? This is why we must remain ever vigilant our liberty price of freedom Doug says is eternal vigilance how true how very true friends thanks for listening today thanks for showing up yesterday last night rather at the honky tonk for the political coffee class we'll be back tomorrow same time hope you will be too make it a great day